Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grosso. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Frank Marinko, Managing Director, Empathinko Coaching Servers, to the first segment of 2021. Um, and Frank's been with us now for many, many years. I can't actually recall how many, but I'll ask Frank in a moment. But before that, welcome again to Viewpoints and Perspectives, Frank. Oh, Henry, great to be here. I was just doing the calculation on the numbers, and I think it was that we met in 2006. 2006, that's... 15 um, years. God, 15 years ago. Yes. We've been going strong for a long, long time, haven't we? Ah, we have. It's it's, uh, similar to a marriage, really, isn't it? Yes, and we haven't divorced yet either. Well, that's coming, Henry. <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> you keep telling those jokes that you tell. This could be the year. Of course, I tell them off air, Frank, don't I? I, I get you to vet them. You haven't passed any of them yet. You failed no, I a know. lot. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have a sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a difficult time, actually, for people who, like us, and I'm sure our listeners know that we're uh, Collingwood supporters, it's difficult for us to have a sense of humour about some things at the moment, isn't it? Look, it has. Um, it's been just a constant. Uh, the COVID, the lousy season for uh, the football, not being able to make it to the games, and then our team performing so poorly and then our chairman performing so poorly. So uh, we've had a really bad run. We uh, have. So We're due for a good run, I think. Um, I don't know when that's going to happen. But, yeah, the events of recent times have certainly been um, uh, very, very saddening to almost all of us that are Collingwood supporters, members, whatever. Which is a great segue into what we're going to talk about today, Henry. And that being? Encouragement. Yes. You know, um, over the break, uh, I met a, a really lovely uh, man uh, up on the Sunshine Coach, uh, Coast who's uh, created uh, this Encouragement Foundation. It's a not-for-profit some 12 years ago he created it, and his aim has been just to proliferate encouragement in the community because he remembers what it was like when he was really, really down to receive encouragement. <clears throat> so um, we met with him and we uh, had a look at all the definitions that he had and we weren't really, we just weren't convinced that anyone had defined encouragement satisfactorily. So we looked at all of the scientific papers and this fabulous professor in the United States called uh, Joel Wong actually defined encouragement and he defined how to um, encourage effectively. So we thought, well, Eureka there. And then we found this other research from a wonderful professor called Angela Duckworth, I think it is. And she's done a lot of work on resilience. And hers was about um, giving advice So we had a look at the two theories and we created this workshop for the Encouragement Foundation about encouraging others because the jury's no longer out. Encouragement done effectively is very, very good and um, encouragement given away is extraordinarily good, particularly for the giver. So we've been training people to actually encourage effectively and then give that encouragement away. So it's been a real eye-opener, especially not realising that 
all the research says, Henry, if you encourage others, the encourager is more than likely to at least get 72% more out of giving the encouragement than anyone receiving it. So it just worked out encouraging others is really good for you. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, Frank, because um, encouragement, um, I think if before you think about it, we tend to think giving encouragement is all about the person who receives it. But uh, it's, as you just say, more complex than that. Why do you think that is that the person who's giving the encouragement gets so much out of it themselves? Really good question. And so when we had a look at all of the research, it seems as though when people prepare encouragement advice based on their been there, done that experience, um, and they do the preparation and the planning, their confidence and motivation, even in that particular genre, um, elevates quite a lot. Um, so there's nothing quite like doing the preparation, the planning and practice, practice, practice. So when we had a look at this encouragement model, and which was only a three-sided model, um, there's your, the focus of your encouragement, the features of your encouragement and the levels of your encouragement. And when you put it together quite simply, it's the planning and the putting it together that actually elevates people's confidence, motivation and inspiration. And they get so much more out of planning and encouragement um, than uh, we'd ever perceived. So um, we're just encouraging everyone to put your encouragement model together, base it on your been there, done that experience, the lived experience, because then that's very credible. And then try and encourage as many people as possible, because just the fact that someone thinks that they care makes a big difference to their life. Mm. Now, the other thing, and you've spoken about this many times in, in other segments, uh, yep. uh, Frank, that would clearly be related to the value and, and, and maximising the value of encouragement is authenticity. Yes. Because... Um, and, mm. well, you know, um, the, the modelling shows, and we just wanted something scientific that we could create a really solid foundation. The modelling shows that when um, you first of all focus, and the focus is either on a challenge that needs to be overcome or some potential realised, so you identify that, and then you have a look at the features, which is the way you frame the message, and then the perceived credibility and perceived trustworthiness of the person giving the message, giving the encouragement away, and the more credible and the more trustworthy they are, and the more authentic the message is from my lived experience without any social comparison at all. It's just, I have no idea what you're going through, but I can remember when I was dealing with this and this particular thing came up, this is what I found worked best for me, you know, and I hope it might work for you. But just that credibility and trustworthiness along with a framed message and then really, really having a look at, well, how am I going to present my interpersonal message in as many picture words as I can made all of the difference. So mm. you, as you were saying, that authenticity, that credibility, that trustworthiness was enormous in with regards that encouragement being effective. 
Mm. And 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 um, it's fairly uh, common knowledge and from people's experiences, Frank, that we hear people who perhaps overcome adversity or perhaps self-doubt often afterwards would acknowledge somebody who, who was encouraging and they often say, the fact that somebody had faith in me, believed in me, yeah. which is all part of the encouragement process, made all the difference. Uh, so much of success goes on between our ears, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And, you know, the 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 awareness these days of senior executives and leaders to know that even a five-minute stop conversation in a corridor can, uh, can have a profound effect that lasts for a month on an employee because the credibility and the trustworthiness of that person stopping and even asking how they were and then saying, keep up the great work, um, is enormously encouraging. And if more senior leaders and more leaders actually did that, took the time to stop and to say hello, the credibility and trustworthiness that elevates from that is extraordinary. Mm, absolutely. Very valuable points. Now, if people want more information about all of this, Frank, or get in touch with you, how would they do that? Oh, uh, Henry, the website, www.empathinko.com. There's a contact us section, and uh, we're normally back to anyone with any sort of inquiries within 24 to 48 hours. Just a refresher, Frank, Empathinko, how did you come up with that name in the first place? Well, we needed to... Uh, emphasize three things in an acronym. Um, we're very strong on empathy. We're very strong on um, critical thinking, and we're very strong in applying that to organizations. So it was empathic thinking in organizations, the empathinko. Mm, yeah. Well, very powerful, very fascinating. And uh... Uh, yeah, very enlightening. Frank, as always, a great, uh, a great uh, uh, thrill and honour and enjoyment process to have you back with us. Uh, we, we love Thanks, these. Henry. And um, a takeaway for all of your listeners. You know, when in doubt, just go out of your way to encourage someone. It's great for you and it'll be great for them. Absolutely. Couldn't have, uh, couldn't have put it better off. Um, Frank, uh, we will catch you shortly and I do hope that um, up there in wet, sunny, clever Queensland, um, you keep out of those dangerous canals. Well, thank you, Henry. I will stay moist, but um, uh, hopefully <laughs> out, of the, out of the reaches of those creatures in the canals. Yes, and as I told you off air, uh, that wonderful saltwater pool you've got, be wary. <laughs> saltwater crocs have been known to find their way in there. I hate you to be in your pool. Bathing. Well, I'd hate to say that that might be a croc, Henry, but might be please croc. allow me. Ah, I'll leave on that note, Frank, and I'll give you the final say. Thanks, Henry. It's been a pleasure. As always. That was Frank Marinko, uh, Managing uh, Partner at uh, Empathico Coaching Services, uh, a great person and uh, lots of good advice to give. We'll take a short break. This is Don't Go Away. 